one of you is the monster. Monster? They're British, you know. Hello, my name's Chris Denton. And I'm Paul Monk. And we are a, a very, very British, British horror. horror. Oh, I didn't do that properly. No. I got a bit tongue-tied. You did. We're about of practice, I think, anyway, aren't we? Because it's been a little while. Uh, well, I blame Christmas cheer. Because, of course, it is the season of goodwill to all men. It is, yeah. And, and women, animals, um, every other living thing. That's political correctness gone mad. <laughs> no, um, I think we should talk about something Christmas-related. So That sounds like a good idea. Should so we talk about the film Elf with Will Ferrell? That's Christmas-related. I just want to check. Is that to close the movie? These are British horror films, are they? <laughs> well, it depends how you view Christmas, I suppose. <laughs> Yeah, but just just you know to keep on topic, maybe yeah. we should go back to the seventies to when a, a ghost story for Christmas yep. was a thing, and maybe pick one of those and talk about them. That sounds like a good idea. Which so, one shall we pick? Well, we have opted to look at the ash tree. I know. I knew the answer to that. You did know the answer to it because we watched it about <laughs> half an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the ash the ash tree um, from nineteen seventy five. A BBC production, directed by Lawrence Gordon Clark. In, in fact, uh, one 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 of the classics, one of the the, the classic series of, of uh, ghost stories for Christmas, and indeed the last of the M.R. James ghost stories for Christmas. Right. Okay. Because um, they did the Signalman, I think, after this. Okay. And then went modern day. Right. Okay. Although, of course, they did start with M.R. James again. Back, so, but back they, in the noughties. Yeah, but didn't they... So they didn't do any M.R. James stories after this, but or did they But just modernise them? No, no, Casting the Runes was a yeah. modernised one, directed by Lawrence gordon Clark, but that was for ITV. Okay, right. <laughs> that wasn't a ghost story for Christmas. Okay. No, oh, that, that's... that's uh, Okay, right. I follow you. Yeah. Well, we... um. We did just watch this, as you say. We yep. we watched the BFI DVD version and the the big BFI box set, which I love so much. Yeah, I think I've said before about how much I love this box set, and uh, that was introduced by Lawrence Gordon Clark, who had some interesting things to say. I think about this. He did. Yep, I'm struggling to remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, he filmed it in Cornwall. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, yeah, he did. That's right. Which slightly slightly changes Partly it. Partly his his house, isn't it as well? Or his holiday? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his holiday his, house. His tree, the tree bit of it. Yeah, because he happened to be staying somewhere with a huge ash tree. Yeah. So I mean, quick rundown of the story. Um, do you remember the story? I remember uh, the story. Well, I know you remember the story, but I have to say, from watching that, it, it was a, a little bit, a little bit confusing. But yeah, you, you go ahead with the story. So um, it's the 18th century. Sir Richard uh, arrives, having just inherited his country estate, yeah, and a big manor house with a big ash tree, basically right next to it. Yeah, and everyone's all pleased. And um, but there's a bit of a to do actually because um, Sir Richard is really like, ah, oh, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna have. Progeny, I think he uses that phrase a lot. Kids, right? Okay. Kids, we would say he wants to have kids, and he, not the he, progeny with uh, 
Not Firestarter. Firestarter. Not Although Firestarter that, that kids. could be relevant later. Ah, could be. Ah. Um, and this, you know, this this noble aim. I mean, he doesn't have a wife, but he is engaged to um, to Lady Augusta. Yeah. Um, so that's all fine. Um, but it's a bit weird how um, he's inherited this from his uncle. This this estate. Uh, who inherited it from his uncle, <coughs> who was um, Sir Matthew. Yes. Yep. Whom um, whom uh, in the portrait looks yep. exactly like him. As as is always the case in these these things, and um, just just going off at a side note, it's always intrigued me by, um, in in not in this and also in any other thing where there's a, a relative that looks looks very similar, is who paints those paintings? I don't know. Do they get somebody in, or is there like a, is it like the the art director or whatever of the production? Well, this, I don't know. It just always intrigues me because they're obviously specially done, aren't they? The, but the quality varies. And I mean, they we've they can this, be really dodgy. We, we've seen this in lots of the uh, the British horror films yeah. that we've looked at. Um, I, I'm just remembering the, the, the wasn't there the haunted portrait of Herbert Lom? In, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and now the screaming starts. Yeah, 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 yeah. But. Yeah. Um, there's a long history. How do the Baskervilles? Has yeah, Sir, yeah, Sir Henry Baskerville. There's, there's, there's a lot of them. Um, yeah, but but this portrait is a portrait of uh, the actor Edward Petherbridge, yeah. who, who plays both Sir Richard and. It's not bad Sophie. either. It's not a bad portrait. I think it's excellent. I suspect yeah. uh, uh, Mr. Petherbridge probably took it home and hung it up yeah. on his mantelpiece. I certainly <laughs> would have done. <laughs> and then pretended it was a, a, a long, long distant. Ancestor of his, <laughs> yeah, because that's what I do. <laughs> yeah, huh. I mean, uh, maybe, maybe, um, but to to go get past this scene into the re- the rest of the plot, it, it gets a little confusing because um, Sir Sir Richard starts to have these flashbacks to the time of Sir Matthew. Yeah, and and it's and it's interwoven in such a way as to be. Like actually, what actually is happening now? Because yeah. um, so, so, so Matthew is back in the time of um, the Puritans, and yeah. and the, his flashbacks concern some witch finding. They but, do, yeah. And and, 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 and specifically, the witch finder comes into town. So Matthew says there are no witches here, yeah. but then he looks out of his window and he sees the ash tree, and he sees a woman um, in the ash tree who is. Um, Mother Soul and Mother Soul or yep. Mistress Mother Soul. This strange, strange yep. name. <laughs> Not Mother Space Soul, but Mistress Space Mother Soul. All one word. Yep. <laughs> but uh, uh, and but she's she's quite quite young and pretty. But um, he decries her as a witch, and yeah. um, she's executed. Yep. And then back in the present, um, so and, it, and that's very much along the lines of. You know, when we watch the Witchfinder General and the whole Matthew Hopkins style of things, less less sort of sadistic. And there's, can... there's a suggestion in this as well that perhaps he has some sort of sexual interest in her as well. Um, perhaps. Yes, because he's he's cause smiled at her. And yeah, goes, ah. and if he's a, like a Puritan as well, that's that's probably they didn't like it... anything fun, did they? The Puritans. And he's always apologising for so like I'm sorry, I'm awfully sorry about this putting you to death 
thing, but I have to say what I saw. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Just, exactly. Uh, and uh, yeah, there's also and, 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 yeah, and of course, obviously. Sorry, get back to the, the whole Matthew Hopkins thing. It's interesting that they chose that Mr. James chose the name Matthew for this. I don't, is it the Matthew in the story, in the original story? I don't know. Can't remember. <laughs> but it's, inter- and it's interesting use that that's obviously Matthew Hopkins, and he was most active around in and around um, the, the sort of Suffolk area, wasn't he? Yes, yes. So um, it, it's sort of where, which is obviously where Mr. James sets virtually all of his stories. That's that's absolutely correct. Although Matthew is quite a common name. Well, it is. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, the full text of this, the original story, the ash tree, is available from Wikisource. Well, I do actually have the, the story here, but it's... I mean, so Matthew fell. Yes. So, okay. So, so yes, yeah. I can confirm M.R. James did use that name. Um, but it's interesting you mentioned Witchfinder General, because this is quite reminiscent of that film. Um, yeah. And you've got the, the landscape, because... It, um, Cornish uh, landscape, yeah. Um, but re- looking really spectacular. Not precisely English, but you know, um, <laughs> I-, I think it's kind of uh, what folk horror. I think this is this it is, is, this, yeah. is this, this is yeah. this is the M. R. James story that 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 goes off into the into folk horror yeah. territory. Yeah, and you you can really see it. So you could include this in that. Genre because we we talked a bit about that didn't we when we when we did Blood on Satan's Claw yeah we did yeah uh, and so, so you know I think this is the, this is quite a good example of folk horror as well well it's not really an exa- it's not a ghost story is it there's no, no, there's no ghost really. in this I mean <laughs> it's a ghost story for for Christmas but the, the, yeah the, I mean I, 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 as as things go on. Um, we learned how Sir Matthew met his horrific demise. Yeah. Basically, um, he was just found dead in uh, his bedroom one, his, uh, one morning, horribly skin poisoned. Blackened. Skin all blackened, and anyone that touches him, yeah. um, like the doctor yeah. did, for instance, or the priest, um, that their hand all swells yeah. up and becomes painful for weeks and weeks and weeks. And... Yeah. Um, no one has inhabited that bedroom since until Sir Richard randomly decides that's where he wants to... Well, it's assume. because he's not, not sleeping well or something in the other room. But that that's on account of him hearing the voices of, of the the sort of past and the, getting the flashbacks. Absolutely. Uh, and I think um, in, in the present, he wants to... Um, Renovate the church. Yeah. He's come back from Italy and he wants to put Italianate stuff all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. which is he's, something so he, that was actually quite commonly done in the yeah. Enlightenment. <laughs> so he's he's kind of like a, a, a an eighteenth eighteenth century hipster, basically, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think. In a way, he's call coming him back with his fancy ways and yeah, yeah, yeah trying to gentrify. Well, and he sends with. Lady Augusta off to Paris to do the wedding shopping, yeah. doesn't she? Yeah. Doesn't he? So, um, which is a bit like do they it's have don't they, don't they have shops in Cornwall? No, <laughs> no. She um, probably went on Eurostar, so it's probably all right. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, <laughs> uh, but the purpose of 
the plot purpose of the renovation is, oh, we've got to move Mistress yeah. Mother Soul's grave. <gasps> but it's empty! Yeah. Well, they move it because it's it's not um, hallowed ground, basically. Yeah, so the church are fine. You can, yeah. Because you... you not yeah, upset you, the church. Yeah, you can do that. That's the the the, the priest guy says. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, but so, but we so we know her grave is empty. We know how she met her end. But yeah. um, so it's the final piece of the puzzle. Really, um, is unfortunately, uh, Sir Richard meets the same demise yeah. as 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 um, his predecessor, but. Um, and in fact, he he does it because he's been a, he's attacked by these horrific um, sort of spiders with babies' faces yeah. that make this baby noise. Yeah. And, and um, the housekeeper sort of hears something, comes in, and goes uh, in fright, drops yeah. a, a some kind of lantern on onto the tree. The tree gets on fire, and there's a bit of a showdown. And yeah, basically, yeah, the villagers exactly. the, the villagers um, defeat the spiders, and yeah. then. You see, underneath the tree, uh, there's a body, i.e., yeah. Mistress yeah. Mother Soul. Yeah, it's gone there, and um, it all ends badly for Augusta, who comes back and uh, and and sees her uh, her, yeah. her beloved's blackened corpse and touches it and like yeah. withdraws. Like there's a yeah. a, a like, big painful shock, yeah. and then that's 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 the end. Yeah. So um, there's quite a lot to um, to actually t- to talk about um let's start with mr petherbridge yeah um t v star um so he's in quite a lot of these t v things he's in casting the runes i think yeah um yeah. the 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 kind of um the i t v ghost story from a few years um later directed by the same guy Lawrence Gordon Clark yeah. he's also in uh, Dead of Night one of the Dead of Night episodes from a few years prior to this um, and I I remember him as Lord Peter Whimsey oh, okay. he, he played Lord Peter Whimsey in the 80s um, version the BBC version in the 80s which um, I, I randomly discovered on some satellite channel a few years back yeah. and watched it Harriet Walter was in it as well and um Really, really good. Yeah. <laughs> so, and if you look at him in IMDb, he's, he's yeah, he's, he, he seems to be working constantly. He, 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 he was in recently, uh, Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell, which is absolutely brilliant. And he's, uh, I he's really George, love that, George the Third, in that really love that that show. And um, you can see the above it on IMDb, yeah. he says he's in Alice Through the Looking Glass, yes. which presumably is crap, but is a big, yeah. <laughs> big, big Hollywood Does production. The voice of Gentleman Fish, wherever that is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, I mean, I'm a big fan. He's got this yeah. kind kind of um, he he he's obviously an aristocratic bearing and yeah. a slightly useless aristocrat. Maybe um, sort 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 of um, um, the more artistic type. He's more of a Prince Edward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and um, so in a supporting role, we've got Lala Ward. And I know yeah. uh, playing Lady Augusta, not yeah. not in it that much, but but very good. And I know that as um, we're always keen 
to get the British Humanist Society references in. And, of course, Lala Ward, most famous for being married to Richard Dawkins, the famous yeah. humanist. And there's no other thing about Lala Ward that we need to mention. She was in Vampire Circus. She was in Vampire Circus. That's a good the point. Film. And, that, and, uh, yes. And, 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 and what did she do in the late eighty, late seventies, early eighties? Uh, hung out with Douglas Adams. A bit. Uh, yes, I, th- yeah, I, I, I seem to remember she had a working holiday in Paris. Yeah, yeah, was that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, really, I, I couldn't help. Right, this, this is like a, a sad reference, but when she came in at the end, and um, the thingy is dead. So whatever is it, Sir Richard or whatever his name is? Yeah, is dead on the bed, and she touches him and repels. Or, or when she first comes in, I wanted her to say, "They're only spiders." Which, Why? Which is a reference to um, the program we're not referencing. Ah, uh, okay. Full circle, the story. If you oh. recognise that, has oh, spiders full, in it. Full circle, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> e space, yeah. <laughs> Adric. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, she's from Doctor Who. So, so yes. Yeah. She, <laughs> yes. Gets, she gets bitten by a spider in that. Um, yes. Yeah. But but the thing about um, like spiders in Doctor Who is they're not scary. They're I mean, but, but but these spiders, oh, goodness me. So, I mean, this, the, 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 this, this film, uh, it's pretty confusing because, you know, yeah. it keeps switching between it, two characters who look the same and that's yeah, weird. Yeah, and it's not, yeah, and it's not very. It doesn't differentiate between them particularly well. I don't think. No, no, it, it doesn't. So it's a bit confusing. I yeah. mean, it's one of those. It's one of those adaptions where, where it really helps to have read the original story yeah, to know what definitely. to know what you're supposed to be watching. <laughs> um, yeah. we, we, which is not great filmmaking when you need to do that. But um, and in fact, Lawrence Gordon Clark says, doesn't he, in his beginning, it was one of the least successful ones. Well, yeah, but but because he, he thought he didn't make it frightening, which which is kind of it doesn't build, it doesn't build, no, it doesn't no. build up. So what you you have you have this quite, I mean, the the story, the story, there is enough in there to 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 yeah. um, <clears throat> enjoy it, to be interested in it. But then it's not really. There's a few kind of references to quite nasty things, but not really that much. And then suddenly you. He goes to bed, and then he's attacked by these horrible spiders, yeah. and it's really like it made me. I well, just the, watched the, it. It yeah. made me uncomfortable yeah. because they, the special effects. I mean, they're brilliant. I, mean, I think. I think again, they really. They, they, yeah. I mean, to be honest, they look just real. They're well, stunning. I think, I think and, the and, they, and the, oh. yeah, they're they're very. Um, I think special effects wise, they're they're, they're obviously it's the seventies, so obviously they're not really, really, really super brilliant. But I think I think the way they are filmed. And and uh, and, and the, the little baby heads do their, their mouths open and but they're, they're, I think they're, they're they're filmed just right and you see just enough of them. I think if you saw them too full on, it would they would they would sort of look a bit silly and ridiculous. They, but, they scuttle in the moonlight. Yeah. So um, that that scene where they, they, we're, their we're, scuttling we're, is done really well because no, that's normally where these things fall down with with. Spidery, and of, course, and of course, if they get because the the arachnid movement is right, yeah, that naturally, I mean that I mean, like, that makes people uncomfortable anyway. But yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, um, the the sequence afterwards, which is supposed to be kind of a big fight between the the um, the, the servants and and yeah. the spiders, 
that's more of a set piece than the budget will really allow. Yeah. So that doesn't that's doesn't not really quite as well that successful. But but the the bit in the bedroom is yeah. one Especially of the, the finest the horror set pieces on creeps up and television. it's right right by his shoulder at one point. One of them. Yeah. It's just yeah. When there's there there is there yeah, is um there is a shot which which is taken more or less exactly from the dis- description of the short story, but it's all of, of, of him basically lying in bed covered in these spider yeah, things yeah. it's horrible yeah. I'm not even I don't have arachnophobia <laughs> so I'm not saying it's horrible because of that I'm saying it's horrible because it's just so brilliant yeah. and and, and it, it's it's strange to I mean to find um, one of the uh, is it, oh, I'm trying to think of the word a drama like a uh, what a drama which is so unsuccessful and then suddenly so brilliant yeah because if you w- watch the earlier ones they tend to be consistent they're, yeah, they're, yeah. The, 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 whereas this this is all over the place yeah yeah but but it's just got this fantastic scene there yeah and it, yeah and that sort of saves it because it, 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 like, like you said there's no real build up to it um, it, he, he sort of, he hears lots of voices but they're just the voices of other people, and he has these visions. But there's nothing to suggest... For me, anyway, there wasn't anything to suggest that the the, the tree itself was particularly uh, malign in any way. No, because cause the, the plot isn't constructed. There's no build-up. No, build no. So if we, well, we did The Treasure of Abbott uh, yeah, yeah, Thomas, yeah. It, that had a really intricate detective story. Yeah, it was all yeah, exactly. build-up to yeah. the horror of yeah. the last shot. Um, this doesn't. This just. This just has a kind of surreal, surrealist approach to, yeah. to. I mean, this was. I mean, he, he may have been getting bored, frankly, because the, the yeah. whole point of uh, um, the the ghost stories for Christmas is that he he was a documentary filmmaker. He he yeah. basically convinced the BBC to finance um, a warning to the curious, um, which was made by the documentary d- d- department but he, yeah. he he did it he did that one as a Hitchcock thriller and uh, uh, that's got Peter Vaughan uh, yeah. God rest his soul love love Peter Vaughan uh, recently died um, and and that is a, that is astonishing and then yeah. uh, then he uh, uh, did several others Stalls at Barchester Treasure of Abbott yeah. Thomas um, Lost Hearts which is incredible then and, and, and those are all Endlessly repeated, whereas this yeah. one, the ash, the, the the ash tree is not, and um, in fact, uh, so this is um, this this tends this one hasn't been seen as much as the others. It's been on TV far fewer times, right? Um, well, probably for the reasons outlined. Um, but then I think the next one that was the Signalman, which is that classic Dickens yeah, yeah, one, yeah. like like yeah. changing the author, reinvigorated it. Yeah, but, but and, and and then Ghost Stories for Christmas goes off down this blind alley of contemporary stories, and there, yeah. I mean, I've watched them, and they're because there's, there's two contemporary ones at the end of the the run, and they're right. terrible. That casting the runes we talked about, yeah, um, isn't tremendously successful. I didn't think. No, no, it's not. And and, and it wasn't until BBC Four. Um, Brought the strand back and went back to M.R. James period ones. Yeah, that I, th- I think it really started working again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> twenty. But but um, so, so 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 although there was Signalman still to come, 
maybe, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe he was just a little bit bored. Or, 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 or I mean, back in the seventies, I mean, you could experiment a bit more, couldn't yeah. you? There wasn't really any money riding. I mean, because didn't matter. Didn't <laughs> I mean? He wasn't going to get paid any money, no matter how successful or unsuccessful no, it was. Exactly. <laughs> well, again, all these things are only ever really going to be seen once, pretty much, or you might get the odd repeat. But... And, and they're largely doing it for the sake of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, anything else to discuss? I, I, yeah, it's sort of. I was just wondering about. The, there's not a, a great. Uh, supporting cast really not in terms of they're not great but they're just there's there's quite a big cast but they don't really do an awful lot yeah I think I think that's that's common I don't think I don't don't think James is giving those kind of but then he he generally had lots of stuffy upper class people and then lots of uh, rather more stupid working class people in a lot of his stories anyway um, well, he did. Although, um, <laughs> although, although the the filmmakers here may were careful yeah. not to reproduce that. Yeah, I think um, the the one the one other supporting character that's <clears throat> worth mentioning uh, we talked about her already, uh, Mistress Mothersoul, yeah. yeah. uh, is played by Barbara Ewing, who's um, unrecognisable t- to me, but actually yeah. was um, from um, Dracula's Risen from the Grave. Yeah, right. Um, and Torture Garden 2 is apparently like uh, one of those um, Amicus Portman 2 movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, no, I don't recognise her from that at all. I, I think, I, I, I mean, you would, I, would, I didn't recognise her from Dracula's Risen from the Grave, but I, I did recognise the name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, one of the things as well that sort of said at the beginning is that they perhaps have made a bit of a mistake in making her more sympathetic. Um, the problem is, I think I think you have to. Yeah. I I don't think you can. You, I, I mean, well, because he, he probably he may well he may have still had the option of doing this, but now, you, yeah, you couldn't you couldn't make a you couldn't make something where the witch finders are the good guys. Yeah, and and and, yeah, and it doesn't and, really make any sense, <laughs> does it? No, <laughs> no. I, I think the um, it's just it's it's. I mean, it's just misogynist propaganda if you do that. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah that's true. And the thing is, I, 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 M. R. James was not the uh, didn't have an awful lot of uh, female friends, did he? Wasn't um, M. R. M. R. James was a bachelor living in a boys' school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Well, yeah. We'll not go there. <laughs> no, I. I, I yeah. yeah. Um, so, do you know? I think that just about covers it. Yeah. Um, um, I I just felt yeah. I mean, for, I just felt that it was a bit. Well, let's do. Let's go back. We'll go. We'll go back to doing the, the questions that we always. Uh, oh yeah, yeah I like them. Yeah. Yeah. So um, okay. So did you did you enjoy this? Yeah, I did. I always enjoy these. I I enjoy everything about that. The the ghost stories of Christmas. See, I I I. I really enjoy them too but I just felt this was a bit too rambling and everything but then it's saved by that that the last sort of few minutes really in that last 
that last sequence, which is just which is just super creepy. So I think I think it is a bit of a it is a bit of a shame that the first bit's a bit boring. And and I can't, like, I can't like you said, I don't I do, do I struggled to kind of know what was going on really because it's been a long time since I've actually read that that story and confession time I didn't read it for this. Yeah. So yeah. I th- I, th- I think I think you're right. So it's not it's not the apex of the series. No. But it is still enjoyable. It yeah. really is. So do you think it holds up? Well, again, it's a tale of um, two halves, isn't it? Yeah. Obviously, the obviously mostly not, but with one amazing sequence yeah. that I mean it, it is absolutely yeah, I mean that flawless. I mean, yeah, completely. Holds up. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the one of the creepiest things uh, I, I I've seen in the uh, the of all the things we've watched for this. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not quite up there with Ghost Watch, but it's still pretty nasty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I think as well, I think if you're not expecting it, that, that was, well, we're sort of talking the next question, really, which is about whether it was scary. But um, it, it's one of those things that if you're not expecting it, it it's it's quite a weird thing to come out of, of nowhere, like like these these spiders with, with baby heads making baby noises. and It's not really anything that's signposted anywhere else in the story, at least unless I uh, missed it somewhere. But... Yeah, so as a kind of out of the blue thing, it's 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 really that helps the weirdness and creepiness of it. I think. Yeah, I think that's absolutely right, and I think it just highlights what I think we both know already, which is M.R. James does not make nice, comfortable Victorian ghost stories. His ghost stories aren't well; they're Edwardian and later, but yeah. they're um, then they are. Horrible. He's well, they're, not right always, up. they're not always ghost stories, but like this one. Well, so. he, he's a great horror writer. He's, yeah. to my mind, he's the equal of H.P. Lovecraft, and he, he's his yeah. stuff is as horrible as Lovecraft. Yeah, <laughs> and which is why it's so so excellent. Which what, and of course, Lovecraft was a big fan of James. Yeah, yeah. The feeling wasn't mutual, but James perhaps, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, obviously, was. Uh, Dead long before Lovecraft's reputation uh, took off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, that that was good. I mean, that wasn't the screen comic issues four to six. No, it wasn't. And, <laughs> it was a Christmas special, and I think we'll do. A, I'd like to do another Christmas special before we go back to screen. Yeah, well, we'll we'll do we'll do some more. Um, the, these, yeah. Unfortunately, we've we've struggled a bit to get our schedules together to be able to record. So. Um, there has been a bit of a big gap, but yes. So as it's Christmas, we hope to bring you a few more of these. I don't know how many we'll do before we get back to our regularly scheduled programming. Well, I I think next time we should definitely do whistle and I'll come to you, which I wanted to do last year, but we yeah. never ma- we do we never yeah. we never managed to, and then this year we definitely should. And uh, yeah, I, I th- so I mean. Goodness knows what the next episode will really be about, but <laughs> we'll let you know. Plan, plan A, surely whistle, plan. and I'll come to you. Okay, so um, if you want to get in touch with us about anything, uh, have a go at us for not having recorded more episodes. You don't, you know, people don't do that. You don't yeah, have to apologise to people if you don't <laughs> do a new episode every fortnight. Well, I don't know. In fact, like you we, sort of do. We more have to apologise if we do do a new episode every fortnight. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so you can get in touch with us. <laughs> Uh, via Facebook, our Facebook page, where we're Very British Horror, or on Twitter, where we're at Very Brit Horror, 
or you can email us at verybritishhorror at gmail.com or um, I know that's it isn't it or you can um, send us a nice review on iTunes that would be good um, or um, like you those. can send me a telegram yeah or a telegram or or, or, or fax or, or if you really want to freak Chris out you can send him a, a little one of those spider things make Get get a doll. Get do you remember, if you get that radio controlled spider. I've seen those. Oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're doll, big this year, aren't they? Yeah, <laughs> get a doll's head. Glue that onto the front oh, and send no. it to Chris, and that'll really freak him out. That really actually will, and that would be so easy. Yeah, to do, do do that. That that would that would be a, that would be a, a Chris's ultimate Christmas present. I hate you, Paul. <laughs> okay. Anyway, until uh, next time. I, um, I've been Chris Denton, and I've been Paul Munn. Goodbye. Cheers, bye.